Hey, what's up, bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday, your favorite podcast coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, through your 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 uh, Alexis speakers or your pod or your OK Google or I don't know. Anyway. So super excited, like always, to have another awesome guest with us. Uh, this guy, uh, man after my own heart, man, because he's in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Uh, found him uh, through the Internet, of course, and uh, connected. Loved the work that I saw him doing and really enjoyed everything uh, that I was able to see and all the connections. I'd like to introduce to you guys none other than Pastor Jerome Gay. How are you, sir? doing great man i'm glad to be here thanks for having me yes sir mr jerome man you know uh there's so many directions i like to take this conversation jerome but you know the funny thing is i keep the bar at 30 minutes and i, I stay true to that so i'm gonna try to keep it pretty narrow as best as i can but we're gonna start off with the introduction so uh to those that may not know you i want to give you the floor to uh introduce yourself whether it's professional or personal uh just do that right here in this space yeah, absolutely. I always say, man, first and foremost, I am a son of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm grateful that he drew me to himself uh, to save me. Secondly, I am a husband uh, to my wife of 16 years, Crystal Gay. Uh, thirdly, I'm a father of two beautiful children, uh, Jamari and Jordan, my son. And then lastly, I'm the pastor of Vision Church. Uh, and so we are right at seven years, and I'm excited about you know, just the opportunity uh, to be able to serve God's people here in uh, RDU, the Raleigh-Durham area, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
Right. Awesome. Yeah. And my listeners know that's that's my area, man. That's that's where I want to get back to. I'm actually from a little small town outside of Fayetteville called Turkey, North Carolina. Not sure. Have you heard of that, Jerome? No, I, I, I'm familiar with Fayetteville, <laughs> but not the other town, man. <laughs> not Turkey, huh? It's all good, man. I'm putting Turkey on the map. No worries. There you go, <laughs> man. So I have a lot of local pastors that listen to the show, and um, and I, I'm gonna start off on the on the church side. Um, as far as uh, was okay, I guess my first question, and we can kind of like go from there. But the first question was, uh, Vision Church was that a church plant? Uh, is there a connection there? And then also after you, you answer that question, I want you to talk about. The, the process of, you know, how, how you guys came to be, you know, I'm sure there's a, a wonderful story leading into that. Yeah, man. So yeah, we're a church plant. Uh, initially it got started uh, really through a church split. I was serving alongside another guy who was kind of the main pastor of a church called servants for Christ. Uh, that church uh, split and I, uh, I was pretty much left with the, a few people that stayed, and we just renamed it Vision International Church. And after about a couple of years, man, I really felt the conviction of um, this isn't necessarily the vision I felt like God gave me. I wanted to be faithful to the people that were left behind because I was one of the elders. But I really began Mm. to pray and seek relationships with people that I was aligned with theologically. And that led me on a journey to uh, actually end up uh, meeting uh, my spiritual father, uh, Dr. Eric Mason. And so I was able to meet him, um, kind of really get groomed, get mentored. And through that process, I decided, uh, I felt like the Lord was leading us really to replant because it wasn't really a mm-hmm. plan of mine to begin with. And so uh, right. we dropped the international, said Vision Church. We begin to lay out our uh, theological, missiological, uh, and, uh, and, and relational alignment, our, our philosophical alignment. And so we did that. And. We uh, came up with the three I's, uh, invite, which is evangelism, invest, that's discipleship, and inspire, that's multiplication. And so we want a a culture of disciple-making disciples, and we want to unleash people to focus on four primary areas of outreach within our city, and that's the poor, prisoner, single parent, and then unborn, because abortion um, tends to Mm -hmm. tack, um, you know, inner-city neighborhoods, Planned Parenthood seems to be real close uh, to the hood. And which really mm-hmm. goes back to uh, Sanger and some of her, uh, some of her uh, mm-hmm. racist ideas. And so uh, I want we wanted to be intentional about doing something about that. And so we planted the church seven years ago, and uh, after two going into our second year, we were needing a building. And it's interesting how the Lord opened the door for us to get the current building we're in, which we're trying to get out of because God has grown us again. <laughs> but man, um, we needed a building. And uh, this the the church that was meeting here, uh, it was an all white church down to about eight members, and it was called Gilbert Street Baptist Church. And they heard mm-hmm. about the outreach we were doing with the boys club, the mentorship uh, program we started, things like that. And they were like, "Hey, we want to know if you'd be interested in this building." They had reached out to my assistant, and uh, we followed up immediately. And through the right, series right. of them, a series of them listening to me preach and kind of seeing what we're about, uh, they decided uh, eventually, they, they eight people had to vote. I mean, they, they old school Baptist, man. Mm-hmm. Vote didn't go through the first time, but the guy who kind of really initiated this transition really fought for us. And we were given the building. So we were given a church our second by second year. Wow. We own it free and clear. 
been here five years, and now by God's grace, it's time to transition. And so uh, that's kind of a snapshot of uh, my story and the story of our church. Wow, that's awesome, man. That is that is awesome and encouraging. Um, I know a few guys that are, you know, are, are planters that, that, you know, the building is always an issue. And for our God to bless you guys like that, that is that is amazing, for real. Yeah, it is, and that so, would uh, be a blessing to someone else uh, as we transition. Hey, man, hey, man, that's 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 even better, man. <laughs> I love that, yeah. you know, because a lot of times we forget, you know what I'm saying? Like we get yeah, blessed, yeah. and then and we forget, yeah. you know. Now nah, we charge, we charge it the next one, you know. Nah, that's that is that is beautiful, man. I, I'm liking you more and more, man. So you, you went in the race, man. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, sir. So, um, one of the things uh, that that I uh, I've recently, you know, heard you talk about, or you know, it's kind of the buzz on social media, and, and we'll we'll touch on this kind of lightly, you know, not going too much detail, but you know, this whole uh, conscious community, you know, things, and I, I think I heard you on Jude Project. Um, just, uh, I guess. What I'm trying to figure out how to how I want to say this, because uh, for for you to, you know, kind of join in, I know, like I said, uh, Dr. Mason is a spiritual father and, and he's pretty much made a stand in 2017, you know, of, of addressing these issues. Was that, I guess, influential in you, you know, coming forward or were you always kind of that guy? Or or how did that come about? I guess. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah I've kind of always been. Uh, passionate about these issues, we just weren't using the term woke. But I, I read, nice. I read the Chains and Images of Psychological Slavery by Dr. Naim Akbar in middle school, and mm. and this, so so this guy's not not what you know, not a Christian, but he right. he began to right. talk about he talked about that. I mean, this is way back when I'm I'm 38, so this is the mid 90s. You know, I'm mm-hmm. in early 90s. Uh, early to mid, I'm in middle school and I'm reading this and I didn't know that my teacher was a Pan-Africanist and she felt like oh, Christianity, wow. she felt like, I know now, I didn't know then, but she felt like Christianity, <laughs> she felt like Christianity was just a problem for black people. And mm. so I imported some of those ideas and then I just began to read for myself. And as I read mm. and began to learn more, I felt like, hey, you know, we have to address these issues because what's really at stake is when you think about American Christianity's apologetics, apologetics, it doesn't, it really does not include black and brown people. The, the, the right. people, the issues, the people there, the cults and the different worldviews they're addressing are not the ones that tend to affect black and brown people. And so really what's at stake is that our souls. So essentially I saw a huge need for um, intentional apologetics for more urban communities and people. So that's what just led me on the journey to start the Urban Perspective, to uh, begin to blog, to write, um, and also try to have uh, have these discussions and create a platform uh, to let people know that there are other uh, other modes of thought concerning these issues. And so that so that that was kind of what led me to do it. Nice. And I'm glad you brought up the the urban perspective, um, because like that was to me, for those that don't know, um, the way I found Pastor uh, Jerome is uh, I kind of 
I did a search, uh, a, a kind of skewered search on uh, Reformed and Raleigh and then African-American. And that's how I found them. But when I found out all the uh, the stuff you had going on, especially with the urban uh, uh, with the, I mean, the, the interviews you were doing, the videos, the blogs, I mean, it was a pleasant surprise. So let's talk about that. I mean, I guess we see what led up to it. Tell, tell my people, you know, what you got going on when it comes to that and, and, uh, where they can find all that, even though we'll add it all to the show notes. Yeah. Well, they can find it at youtube.com slash the urban perspective. Um, but what, what the the goal of that man was again to provide that perspective on different issues. So we we mm-hmm. try to cover everything from race, uh, spirituality, and culture. And so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bring different people on, and we'll have have those discussions. The last person I was able to interview was Chris Broussard, formerly with ESPN, currently with Fox Sports One, and we were able to talk about the uh, Colin Kaepernick's protest. And how believers mm-hmm. should respond to something like that, and is there is there a way for us to see the gospel in that in a brother giving up certain things, giving up millions, giving up his career for something he believes in, even though we may we don't agree with the brother spiritually, uh, you know we're mm-hmm. taught to, you know how can we see the gospel in things, and so we were able to have have that discussion and talk about that, right. so. I came up nice. with the idea. Uh, I felt like the Lord gave it to me. And then UP are the initials because I, I want to take our people higher. And so a think, uh, thinking high, thinking higher on these issues. And by higher, I just mean thinking with a kingdom-minded, uh, a, mm-hmm. a Christian mm-hmm. worldview. Um, but how can we have right. a Christian worldview but still uh, address current issues? So that's that's what led me to do that. And again, if uh, people subscribe at YouTube.com slash The Urban Perspective. Yeah, that's dope, man. I love it. Love the whole idea. Um, yeah, uh, Chris Bashar, man, he he hooked up with my man uh, Adam Coleman. I know you're familiar yeah. with Adam. Um, yeah, we had yeah, Adam, Adam on. been on the show. Yeah, Adam, that's my dude, man. He uh, straight up cool cat, man. He was on the bar early on, I think when he first started the True ID podcast. A big shout out to the man with a, a million aliases because he called himself. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce yeah, Wayne like, and the real, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this dude. Yeah, that's my man though. Yeah, he, oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 the homie. So, um, let's talk about uh right before we go on our break. Let's talk about the book, man. Um, if if you didn't know anything about the book, I mean, you've getting a lot of love from people that I I love and support. Um, where they they're taking pictures and and posting it and hey I got mine I mean great I mean great marketing I don't know if that was your intentions but it was it yeah. was perfect man because it got a lot of lot of uh, a lot of feedback so let's talk about the book uh, as far as you know um, the ones you just released the title and and kind of a synopsis of it and uh, why why my listeners should go check it out yeah so the book is called Renewal uh, Grace and Redemption in the Story of Ruth. And I wanted to uh, put something out there on a timeless love story, but then how it how it is timeless, not just because the aspect of love, but how there's this emphasis of truth and how it continues mm. the unpacking of redemptive history and the true redeemer. And so mm-hmm. the story opens up. So I wrote it in a way where people can engage with it. 
Um, I wrote it mm-hmm. to where there's a there's an aspect where I want to talk about how the African church fathers affirm the truths that are that are presented in the book, but then also uh, being able to talk to non-believers. So, like one of the first chapters is just this uh, renewed direction, and mm-hmm. really it's the idea of Elimelech, who whose name means God is my king, but he makes a bad decision. Uh, he leaves Mo. He leaves Bethlehem to go to Moab, and based on the Book of Deuteronomy, that was a decision he shouldn't have made. And so, from there, I talk about how to recover from a bad decision. Five purpose-driven mm-hmm. questions you should you should ask before making a decision. And then now the story transitions mm-hmm. to Ruth and Naomi, and how she's dealing with bitterness. She wants to change her name from Naomi tomorrow, which means bitter. She's losing hope. Mm-hmm. She doesn't expect. She expects to go back alone. But God uses right. this Gentile, Gentile Moabite woman who displays mm-hmm. more faith mm-hmm. than the Jewish woman. So how can we unpack right. these things and uh, address that? But then also I wanted, I, wanted it, I wanted to use analogies and things that we can relate to. Typically when we read books, nice. it's like the, you don't hear, like I reference brown sugar. I reference scissor. Uh, in the book, and so I, I want to make sure I want to make sure urban culture is represented, and so that was kind of my heart behind it. But then we go okay. to the main point of the story, and that's Boaz and Ruth, and it's not a how to get a man story. The whole scene, <laughs> the, the whole scene of the threshing floor, is she is asking him to live up to his responsibility as a Jewish man. And that was mm. men were men. And it was the man's responsibility if a relative died for the next closest relative to take care of the family. That's what she's pleading. Nice. She's not begging, begging for a man. She's saying, be a man. <laughs> that's what that's mm. what she's doing. Whoa. She's holding right. she's holding them up. And it shows how, you know, when women understand their their standard of, of, of being a woman of God and when men understand the standard of being men of God then just how stronger relationships could be. But ultimately, lastly, man, Boaz ultimately points us to the true redeemer. Boaz is a Gael, a kinsman redeemer. And he mm-hmm. points us to Christ, the one who redeems us. And so it's been real good, man. Yeah, the Lord did give me that idea to ask people to take pictures. And people can go on mm-hmm. Amazon. Uh, I actually go on Amazon and, and get it. And read it. Give me their feedback if they have time. A five star review is appreciated um, for what yes, we're trying to yes. do. Yes. Yep. Nice. Yeah, and I, we'll we'll definitely have a link uh, in the show notes for the book, um, and then also uh, if you get it through our link, you guys are also helping the bar because we are Amazon affiliates. So make sure you guys go to the oh, link, amen. pick up the book, and. Uh, and, and, and show some love to the brother. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Jimmy. Yep. Uh, there are, like, no good podcasts out there. There are very few. None. I mean, really, it's, well, it's just like, ours. There's doctrine. Okay, devotion. well, yeah, obviously, that's why we started. That's right. right. Because there, we needed to have a really good podcast. But then, yep. as, as we started putting our podcast together, we did discover a few yes. really good podcasts, and one... In particular. Oh, yeah. Put on by our man, Dwayne. 
at Biblical and Reformed. Yeah, the bar, baby. You got to get, uh, listen, because we only put out two podcasts a week. That's right. All right. So you need to supplement our awesomeness mm-hmm. with Dwayne's awesomeness. Dwayne awesomeness. So uh, he, has, he has good guests on. He has good yes. conversations. So uh, we were just on there. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, what I like about Dwayne is that he's encouraging. Yep. He's honest. He's real. Uh, he's real. He's, he's handsome. Biblical. He's good looking. Oh, hey, wait, what? No, what no he you, is. No, you yeah, see he him? is, but why do we? He's got like soft eyes and good hair. I don't even know where to go from here. Well, that's I'm just saying he's worth listening to. He is, but you're not going to see him. Why it doesn't? Oh matter. no, I, I see pictures of him on Instagram. Oh, fair enough. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Biblical and Reformed. It's a podcast, definitely that you should subscribe to. Later. All right, we're back in here with my main man Jerome, um, author, a uh, 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 video vlogger, pastor, husband, father. Uh, living in the Raleigh area, definitely a a man after my own heart being in that area for sure. But uh, we're having a great time. And uh, on the backside of the bar, we always like to lighten it up. All right, sir, I'm going to give you the bar signature fun question. There's three of them. The first one is, what kind of music do you listen to when nobody's around? Oh, man, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of hip-hop. So hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, so obviously gospel. I, I love old school gospel. But yeah, I would say th- those are probably my top three. Nice, nice. So you say you were 38, so you, you're about two years older. So yeah, you, you're talking about real hip hop and not that mumble stuff. So okay, good. Oh, no, nah, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Man, I told my church one of the things I'm excited about when he come back is, you know, no more sickness, no more disease. No more mumble rap. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's awesome. Okay. Next uh signature bar question is what book or books are you reading right now? Yeah, right now I'm reading a stamp from the beginning by Ibram Kendi. And then mm. uh Eight Years We Eight Years We Were in Power by Tanahasi Coates. And uh uh the Substitutionary Atonement um, by Mark Dever. I'm reading that. That's kind of reading ahead for a series. And then Lies Pastors okay. Believe Lies Pastors Believe by Dayton Hartman. Um, so those are several books I'm reading right nice. now. Nice, nice. All right, last signature bar question is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah, so I listen to a lot of leadership. I break my weeks up to kind of have some time to grow in preaching, but then also grow in leadership. So preachers mm-hmm. I listen to, I listen obviously my spiritual father. I listen to Eric Mason, Blake Wilson, Brian Loritz, Crawford Loritz. Um, I listen to all types of people, man. Um, Alex gotcha. Begg. I listen, I listen to Howard John Wesley. Mm-hmm. Um, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, so this just different people. I even listen to some guys that I don't necessarily agree with, um, but I, I listen to all mm-hmm. types of people um, for just different aspects that they can bring to the table. Podcast. Nice. Uh, uh, I'm uh, the five leadership questions podcast. Um, True mm-hmm. ID podcast. Uh, Propaganda, the podcast he has with his wife. I checked him out. Um, then the sports okay. stuff I listen to. So I listen, I mean, I listen to Skip and Shannon. I listen to Stephen A. and Mac. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I'm kind of all over with the, uh, with the podcast. 
I got you, man. Just add the bar in there, man. You'd be good to go. Just IJS. No, IJS. That's what's up, fam. Subscribe, subscribing right now. And I'm serious. Good, 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 good. Yeah, you see, uh, we we've had uh uh Doug Logan. I guess that would be your spiritual brother. Uh <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, yeah, man, we... Doug doesn't know any strangers, man. Oh, I know it, man. I know it. You gotta love that dude. He doesn't know any any strangers, man. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, we had him on, man, and uh, he was on vacation. He was like, I was like, man, I don't want to bother. He was like, no, let's do it. And we ended up doing two shows, like you know, because I tried to keep it at thirty minutes. Like, let's keep going. So we it was it was pretty awesome. So yeah, big shout out to to Big Doug P Diddy or or Diddy as they call him. Yeah, Doug is a man. That's a good brother yes, right sir. there, man. Yes, sir. For sure. For sure. Man, so, so much fun, minus the technical difficulties talking to you, man, and uh, definitely look forward to future connections and, and all of that. And uh, I want to give you the floor right here to uh, address my dry, uh, my listeners, uh, whether, you know, it's an announcement, shout out, words of encouragement. Uh, just keep in mind, this show probably be the next to the last week in January. So if any announcements, okay. make sure you keep that in mind. But uh, I'm going to give you the floor right here to uh, to do that. Yeah, I just want to encourage them uh, to guys that are list guys and ladies and gentlemen that are listening to this show is to continue to be bold about their faith. Um, you know, I think w- mm-hmm. one of one of the things I was uh, talking with uh, Jamar Tisby uh, from RAN earlier today, and he was talking about how since he's been public about some of the racial disparities and issues that, you know, it's, it's cost him, it's cost him some relationships, even mm-hmm. money. Um, I saw mm-hmm. something similar. I saw something similar the more I began to speak out. And I would say, man, you, you can't put a price on the freedom of authenticity. And so mm-hmm. I want to encourage, I want to encourage people to be who God has created you to be and to be unapologetic about that. Uh, I'm not talking about the deification of ethnicity, but it's okay to have an affinity, you know, for your people and to want to see what the gospel can do within your people um, because the gospel is transcendent. And so I just want to encourage people that we, we can be unapologetic about who we are and still be unapologetic about our faith. And so I just want to encourage people to do that. And that, that was, man, that was even one of the reasons why I wanted to be intentional about making mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. Ruth, Ruth, that Ruth was presented ethnically um, mm-hmm. for my book. Because one of the things I saw, even my publisher, the the first image they gave me was just a fair-skinned woman. And and, mm-hmm. and I said, man, I said, no, we're not going to do that because all my research Moabites <laughs> were dark mm-hmm. people. And I, I think right. it's important that that gets represented. And, uh, right. you know, it may make some uncomfortable, but we shouldn't apologize about that because, you know, right. it, it shows that God has used all people to create a people. And so uh, right. that, that, right. I just want to encourage, encourage your listeners with that reality, man. And again, thanks for having that's, me that's, on. No doubt, man. No doubt. That's dope. That's dope. I definitely appreciate you taking your time. Um, and, uh, make sure you guys check the show notes for all the links, all the connections to, uh, you know, the vision church and all of that will be in the show notes, uh, here every Tuesday, guys, make sure you go to our website, thebarpodcast.com, Facebook, just search the bar podcast on Twitter and Instagram, the bar underscore podcast. It's your boy, Dwayne, and we out.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there